This podcast is brought to you by Fukushima Pre-Roll Factory, the most award-winning pre-roll factory in all of Canada, winning awards for the best joint in Canada in both 2018 and 2019 Karma Cups. Fukushima only uses the best quality Vancouver Island bud and their moon rockets are an all-bud pre-rolled joint smothered in turp sauce and then covered in golden keef. Go to getfuk.ca, that's G-E-T-F-U-K-D dot C-A, and catch that smoke. Everybody, welcome to a new episode of In Search of Zen, where your host AJ Bate and Jason Allen. Today we got a very uh, jam-packed show. We have we, me and Jason, we uh, allegedly did a comedy show. Uh, oh. It was my first. It was your uh, second. Second, yeah. Second base. I'm on a run. You're on the run. I'm on a run from the from the law. Yeah, absolutely. Should be you Maybe. fucking you fucking de- de- degenerate. I, I forgot the word degenerate know, for a you're, second. You're stuttering there. I'm Sorry, my, my my mouth is full of saliva. Just, <laughs> just, you could drink. Can't, you know, it's all like cum. Easy. Um, uh, yeah, we, uh, Jason also has a new roommate that's moving in. Uh, we're recording this on Sunday, so the roommate is moving in on Sunday. Today, but you guys are yeah. going to hear it on Tuesday. Uh, we'll talk about that later, who the mysterious new roommate is. And uh, yeah, this is a new way of doing this podcast. This is, yeah, you just we're let teasing them know it. What we're gonna say on today's show? Pedophile in your area? <laughs> Could it be you? And that's like you know, I was like, what? Is it me? <laughs> it's definitely not me. I just said hi to that kid. That's all. I didn't know. But uh, yeah, no, we got a fun show for you guys. Uh, I'm a little bit depressed, but uh, we'll, we'll get into that soon. Yeah, let's get into it right now. <laughs> not feeling good. No. Yeah, from that show last night, man. It was. Uh, yeah. It was, First of all, it really didn't help that I forgot all my jokes. Uh, yeah, but I remembered them for you. And you did, you day, did. But I, so. just the fact that I forgot them even before I got on stage kind of really bummed me out a little it's bit. It's gonna happen. It is I gonna think happen with three months off. It's a weird, it's a weird thing we're all going through. You know what yeah. I mean? So I wouldn't beat yourself up too much for that. Yeah, I just. Uh, it's just, uh, you, you, you know, it's such a very needy thing, but it, like you feel that w- some way where you're like, you just want somebody to tell you it's going to be okay. Like you don't even want to hear like, you don't want to hear like an overly pep talky thing. No, but no, you just no. want to be like, buddy, don't worry. Like that's just what yeah. you want to hear. But the thing, you forget that everybody's going through the same thing and everybody wants to hear that as well. So right, it has to, it needs it needs that one person who's like overly optimistic to say that to everybody else. <laughs> right, because everybody that we know in our circle is a, is a piece needy. of shit. Yeah, it's needies. a needy piece of shit. <laughs> We're not gonna find that. But uh, it is gonna be all right because we'll get back to normal eventually. Yeah. 
and you're going to do this for the rest of your life. Yeah, which is really is, is scary. <laughs> well, don't think about it like that. Don't think about the next 40 cause years. Because you know me. I, I, like every other month, I keep telling you that I'm going to quit comedy. Like it's <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'm like, comedy's canceled. You're not quitting anything. <laughs> I'm just so, like, oh, yeah, you can't, you can't quit something that, that you're, you've been laid happening. off of. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, but we're not going anywhere. No, we're not going anywhere. But it was a it was a fun show that we did yesterday. Um, we got hecklers. That's that's yeah, I miss guy, I miss hecklers. I miss hecklers. You yeah. He was like, for me, it was like I just threw a couple quick things back at him, and I was able to move on. He was definitely more annoying with you, I would say. Yeah, I think it was because overall it took a while for them to get into. To realize, oh, this is a, a comedy show and not just like hanging out at their place. Yeah, well, it's a confusing setting when to paint the picture. It was like a private, very small gathering yeah. in somebody's yard. And we were literally doing stand-up across the pool uh, where they were they were seated. So that was good. I've done shows before where there's no seating and they're just standing around and those are fucking brutal. So I have done worse setups, but this is by no means ideal. No. Um, you had jokes that landed. You had jokes that did great. No, no. Same. I, I, I was... over overall had a good set for like you know none of the jokes really bombed. Like uh, I riffed a little bit and that worked well. Like overall, if for, especially for somebody that hasn't done for three months, I'm very happy to see that I'm not like completely green again yeah you know absolutely. what i mean that's like yeah. that would be like even more terrifying like yeah like even with like dealing with the heckler and getting people to laugh and all that stuff so overall i'm not like i'm not yeah. upset with how the set no, went. For sure. there was only one guy in the show that bombed and i'm not going to justify joe patello by Botello. mentioning his name so joe we're not doing that Piece but it was joe patello joe patello yeah it was joe patello he, uh, he was Joe Patel. We love him. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I'm trying to think of the reasons why, but we love him. You gotta um, put the. You gotta separate the comedy from the comedian. Yeah. In to. this case, in this we're ca- not pieces of shit for saying. That. No, not at all. No, this he's is, a good person. He's a very good person. He's a good friend. Piece of shit. Comic. If he's a, if if you're friends with him, he's very loyal. Everything, but uh, it's, it's really hard to follow him. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's why when Ma- when Max Sheldrick, our friend, said that he wanted to follow him, I'm like, "You're a brave man." Yeah, he was up for the challenge. Good for him. He was good for him. Very like, much like I would follow him if I was still doing comedy. But like after three months, I want as many things to go well for me as possible. I wouldn't follow that guy into a dollarama. No. I wouldn't follow that guy even if there was anywhere. a deal. If there was no. like, yeah, it was like He's everything's half for a dollar. Off. At the dollar ammo. Yeah, if they actually like were true to their name and everything yeah. was a dollar, if would... he was in there telling jokes, I'm not going in there. No, not at all. Oh my god, like even if it was like I would pay you a dollar for his jokes, like oh god no. Oh my god, it's not even the no. cheapest thing in this fucking dump. <laughs> I don't know why dollars do- dollar stores like I don't know how they get away with like pricing things at four dollars. It's like yeah, that's the that's the market now. Yeah, we brought doing. up we brought down Ponzi schemes. We brought down uh, Bernie Madoff. All those people, but Dollarama still seems to uh, getting it's away. Like now I don't even think that five cent candies are in stores anymore. Mm. I don't think you can buy individual candies, which is probably good because it's probably a germ fest. 
You think so? You know those plastic containers? Yeah, dude. But like Talk they still have them at variety clean. stores, like yeah, like like the Big B or something like that. When you walk in, do and, like, they? Well, they have like they have even something even more gross than that. They have like the beef jerky, like uh, the pepperoni sticks. Oh yeah, yeah. In the, the you're right. That pe- is gross. That is gross. I would, I'd gross. fucking take a Twizzler, dude. That's and, and, super gross. I never thought about how because that's fucking meat, dude. Because that's like it's already sweaty and they're in touching. a plastic container that you yeah. grab one with these tongs. That you don't know if they've ever been washed, and the plastic container itself has never been washed. It's oh, like yellow. Oh, for sure. Like, there's it like, always there's has like fingerprints yeah. all over. Oh, I <laughs> never thought of that. Yeah, like dude. I never get those, but I never thought of just how gross I, that is. I saw the grossest thing that any comic has ever done, and I don't think anybody's gonna top that in a long while. Uh, is uh, my my good friend uh, Matt Keenan. I love I love Matt so much, right. but he is easily the grossest person I've ever met in my life. He uh, we were uh, we were doing a tour out west uh, out east, sorry, uh, last year. God, I miss those days. Um, and uh, we were on our way back, and it was like early, so we all wanted to have breakfast. But for some reason, he couldn't wait until we got to a diner. So he walks into like a gas station store, and he buys one of those like packs that have like a. Like a, t- a tube of cheese, cheese and pepperoni, pepperoni. In the yeah, yeah. And then he fucking opens it and like not like not doesn't eat them individually, but like mixes no. it up and like bites you them bite both, both at the, the same, same time. time. Yeah, yeah. yeah you Buddy, know. that's the redneck charcuterie board right Dude. there, baby. <laughs> that's how you do it. <laughs> they don't even like slice the cheese, just blocks of it. You know, they don't even just give you snap. like a, a no, fancy knife with it. You know, it you just fucking snap it off. Yeah. Like, you hope you beat out your 10 cousins that are eating from the same. <laughs> <laughs> You're whipping them at the other side of the Dude, pepperoni. Dude, it's survival of the fittest. It was like, it was one of the grossest things ever, and I had an empty stomach at that time, and I almost threw up oh, just yeah. watching it. Oh, it bothered you that much? Dude, and especially because he eats with his mouth open, and, oh, like, you can see, like, he can see the pepperoni and cheese mixing inside of his mouth. You know what I mean? <laughs> He's grinding them up. <laughs> it's just, I wanted oh, to slap no. him on his fucking dumb teeth. But, uh, but yeah, that's... Uh, I think like naked candy, I I take that over naked pepperoni. No, right? you're right. Meat's naked pepperoni, way sketchier. That's the name of the episode. Naked pepperoni is a great name for this episode. Um, yeah, hopefully, hopefully like, that stops. Hopefully that stops. Like COVID <laughs> should shut that down. I think so. You know what I mean? They're like yeah. people are going like, oh, cruise ship should no longer be a thing. Gym should be done. Yeah, yeah. No, pepperoni, fucking. Uh, Containers I mean, are done. It, things that we need to deal with before COVID is over: racism. Yeah, agreed. And then naked pepperoni. Oh, like naked we, pepperoni. That kind of has yeah. to be up on the. I mean, I would say naked pepperoni goes above racism, but fine, you know, just for the sake of we want to have a career, so we'll just say that. Yeah, racism. yeah, yeah. But honestly, I feel like naked pepperoni is probably. People would be more on board to solve it. Than I think racism. so. It's one of I those hope. that goes under the radar. I mean, no? I don't hope. I mean. <laughs> You hope that people wouldn't be outraged that you don't want your pepperoni mixing and mingling. You think there would be a backlash? There's a backlash. It, like, there's people protesting masks. That will save your life. Dude, in Florida. It's crazy. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I didn't oh, yeah. the mic. Sorry. The, uh, right, the Florida. You, did you see that video? Oh, yeah, where they're going up the in city front of council, Congress. Yeah. And the city council. And they're like, fuck you. We're not she was like, she was snapping like, on them. She... It, yeah, you've seen that, right? Oh, yeah. Where, like, the one... The lady go, goes like... Uh, uh, when you breathe into the mask, you take out, you you breathe out carbon dioxide, and that goes back into the body, and that's harmful. You're robbing me of my oxygen, and it's just one of those things where you're like, 
There's really nothing funny to say about that. It's just really sad. It is actually just sad. It's like not even like it's outside of the realm yeah. of funniness. It's just like really upsetting. And these people are quoting the Bible and in the same yeah. breath questioning one of like the doctors that's on the city council saying that she one of them said that you should go back to school and then like get, retake your exam and get another <sighs> certificate. And it's like you can't quote the Bible and then like question her education, education at yeah. the same time. And you're quoting the magic book. Yeah. Yeah. Like oh I'm probably God. one of the most, like I'm an athe- I'm an agnostic, but I would I will defend religion because I grew up with it and I see kind of the merit in it. But even I know that you can't bring religion into a scientific discussion. Yeah, like you just yeah. you, you keep that to yourself. Whatever you love, yeah, you know, whatever you believe in. Sure, you can't just be you know, like Jesus said, and you should go back to Harvard. Like it's like well, yeah. yeah yeah yeah. I take a backseat and fucking eat a naked pepperoni, you dumb bitch. They would, and those are I'm telling <laughs> those you, are the, dude. Those are the people who would be going up in front of their city councilors, being like, "My pepperoni can stay in any dirty container as long as it wants." Yeah, every uh, it's in our constitution. Yeah, and pepperonis have rights too. Yeah, exactly. They're fucking yeah. It anything that you take away from people, there'll be an uproar. And We're so spoiled. Yeah, and it's also something that they probably didn't even think that they wanted it would just be just the fact that you're taking it from them yeah is that's enough. it it could be something that they don't even care about they never have it but when it's gone they'll be like oh, fuck you for taking yeah that which is me. like a really selfish human being yeah, thing to do right where you don't realize uh you don't realize like it's like it's the same like if you date a girl uh and then like you never really liked her and then you broke up with her but then you hear that she's dating somebody and else and now you're mad and now you're mad like you Ridiculous. never really cared you ended it yeah that's like the naked pepperoni of relationships yeah. like you never really that's cared. always pathetic when somebody ends the relationship and then you start dating right away and then they're mad at you oh, i'm yeah. like you buddy you called this off yeah i've like, had what am that, i i've had girls do that i've to had me, that happen like, to come me on we're like uh yeah i've had that happen to me where she's so like childish yo she's like oh like uh I wasn't even like actually seriously dating somebody. I was just seeing them at the time. It was just like a casual. Yeah, but right. But you know, like when you end a relationship, like you're kind of still seeing the ex. It's like at the tail end of it, you know. Gotcha. Like the yeah, kind of yeah. Like, you uh, were like merging from one. Into yeah, the, you're, yeah, you're moving like you know you're switching companies. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And but like they, uh, but like even even when you quit, they still want to do like the exit interview. It's like what is there to talk about? We've already broken up. Yeah, you know, like how companies do that, you know, when you like. Oh yeah, they want like, to. Well, let's do an exit interview. Tell us why you're leaving. It's like because you guys fucking suck. I know. Yeah, that's what you want to tell them, but they're never gonna. They're never gonna apply to make them better. Oh, no, companies. not at all. Not at all. It's or the same people, thing with really. relationships. It's true. It's like the reason why I'm breaking up with you is because you're a fucking psycho. Because you're yeah, it's you're like, mean and selfish. Yeah, and, exactly. Yeah. But then, like, they, uh, and then you see it happening again with the with the person that comes after you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm like, oh, I told you not to date her or date him. And it's like you never want to listen. I, uh, yeah, it's ridiculous when that yeah. happens. Something frustrating happened to me too. It's a uh, it has to do with consumerism. I wanted to hear your opinion about it. All right. Um, obviously because you know we do comedy before this whole stuff happened because we do comedy a lot. There's not really a lot of time to do fun stuff. Right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like uh, I love video games, but I haven't played video games in like years. Right. Just because, right. you know, even on the weekends when I'm free during the day, I feel bad sitting down and sinking time because I could be like 
emailing people for spots or writing, whatever, right? Yeah. But because of quarantine, obviously, you have so much time. So now I'm back to playing video games. Right. But like my, my PlayStation was it broke down like years ago because I've been using a lot, you know, and so I had to go and get it fixed. Right. And I like it did like a quick review of like what the best places to fix. I tried to fix it on my own and I fucking like <laughs> ruined it. Right. Right. I like I've tried to fix it and then put it back together. And then like when I lifted it, there was like a screw like playing around. Oh, no. So it was like that probably was like an extra screw. And it's like, <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> You're just lying to yourself. <laughs> She's like, ah, it's fine. Meanwhile, like, <laughs> meanwhile, like the fucking the kidneys of the PlayStation is not working. Everything like is falling apart. But so I just like I kind of put my ego aside. I was like, all right, I'm gonna take it to somebody that actually knows what they're doing. Yeah, see a professional for this. (laughs) Jesus. But I took it to one of those like chains, like those like repair chain. Like they have a bunch of right. Yeah, and uh, I went into the guy and listen. I hate to be the guy that goes into a professional and tell them this is what might be wrong with it because it's like when a cop arrests you and then you say, I know the law. Like, cops don't want to hear that. That's the worst thing you can yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, right. I know the fucking... Well, I yes. know my rights. It's not helping No, you. don't say it's that. It's really not helping Because you don't know you. your rights. Yeah. So, I didn't want to do, like, I know my rights when it comes to PlayStation. Because I was like, I think the fan is okay. It just needs, like, thermal paste. That's right. What kinda, I don't want to get into the too much technical stuff. But... And he was like, no, no, no. From what, it, from what it sounds like, you need a new fan. But I'll take a look at it. I'm like, okay, dude. I'll leave it up to yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. And then he calls me and he goes, yeah, it needs a new fan and a new motherboard. But China's closed down because of, like, the Wuhan virus. Jesus. <laughs> he cool didn't, off. He didn't say that. I, I know he didn't say that, you <laughs> piece of shit. No, because of the coronavirus because of the Chinese. So I, I, I can't fix uh, I can't fix your uh, – I can't fix your uh, – we're joking. It's not – it's not – it's called coronavirus. Um, it's, don't look at me like that. <laughs> so, anyways, so anyways, you know, the villain lost at the end. I didn't get to fix my PlayStation. Because what? It's too expensive to replace he says the whole board? I can't board? get the pieces because China's closed. Gotcha. Okay, yes, we couldn't even Which is so really if... weird to hear that a country is closed. Yeah. But it's really yeah. true. It's like a store, you know, like it's uh, closed. It's true. It's yeah. weird. Like they, op- <laughs> they don't open on Sundays. Um and so I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Let me let me check out another repair store. So I just I looked around the area where we live because we're we're very close by to each other. Um, and then there was a place on Barn Street. Okay. It was just like this Turkish guy, and I walked in and like this is why. This is why I believe so much in immigration, because immigrants, we might break the law here and there, but we know how to get things done efficiently. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it could be sketchy, whatever it is. But if you want results, you'll get results. Hey, done is done. It's done. That's all that matters. You, you don't have to. Don't ask questions. I don't need to know the process. I don't need to know no, why no, your no. shirt is dirty or why there's blood it's everywhere. None I don't of my care. Business. It's none, none of, my of my business. business. Here's uh Three hundred dollars. Thank you so much. I walked in and the guy was like, uh, "Oh, that guy's crazy. Like, your fan is fine. It just needs uh, thermal paste." I'm like, "That's what I said." Yeah. So your theory was right. This guy's yeah. just trying. He's part of a chain. Yes, so he's trying to get exactly. More money so the chain. guy was like, "Oh, it's only forty bucks. It's no more than forty bucks. It's not two hundred dollars at all. Just all right. forty bucks. Give me three hours and I'll call you, dude. Forty bucks. It's awesome. And how is it's it? Brand There's new. Are in? It's brand new, man. Buddy. 
It's like I love the Turkish guy. I almost want to kiss yeah, his mustache. Turkish All three is where of them. Oh, he three. Hairy motherfucker. He built them himself. <laughs> he dude. built the mustaches. Forty dollars each. Those mustaches. Yeah, it's like, like it's almost like is this like a Ponzi, like a scheme? Like you, like the repair store sends people to you, like that would be a you great imagine. Yeah. So, but yeah, like, uh, but I was just so mad of like the, all these chains. They don't give a fuck. Well, the other thing is that <coughs> if a guy <coughs> runs an independent repair shop, he's he he's a professional. Yeah, and he, he also has p- bills to pay. Yeah, he's got bills to pay, and he's like a professional. Like camera. he actually, I'm sorry, I just you're racist, so I can't look at you anymore. <laughs> I can't. I don't see racism. Um, you know, that's his whole livelihood mm. is doing that. Where these chains go. Like, I was in Lowe's the other day, and they uh, made an announcement. They're like, oh, Lowe's is always hiring, too. No experience necessary. And no. I'm like, what? I ask these guys for advice sometimes on my home repair, and now I'm finding out. That they might not have any experience at all. No. And are probably just showing this video at the beginning and be like, well, tell them this if they yeah. fucking ask. Yeah. Or try to sell them the most expensive tool. So it's the same with these like chain computer repair shops or video game repair shops. These guys probably aren't even trained. They're probably not even tech experts. Well, no, no, no. Because like the guy had like uh, the repair guy. He had like one of those like wrapper baggy jeans, like you know, back in two thousand four. Oh yeah, yeah. Cool J pants, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he didn't like really uh, look the part, you know. Of like a tech guy. Yeah, he just looks like he was like asked to stand there just to until the actual guy comes back. Not okay. Not yeah, good. no, not okay, not at all. But uh, I just like, it, but like, it, it has like great reviews of the place. That's one of the reasons why I went there. So, but apparently, yeah. just like there's people who are willing to pay like three hundred dollars for something that should cost like four. Because if if like imagine if like everything was normal and he was able to order these pieces, you would have just taken it. Right I would have probably paid like three hundred dollars instead of like four hundred four forty dollars. You know? Yeah, it's, yeah, you would have jumped on it right away. Oh, of just course, man. Just please, just give me my uh, give me my console so I don't have to talk to people. You know? No, exactly. It's funny. So it was just uh, yeah, just you know, boycott the the place that we're not gonna say. Let's say it. Say it. Yeah, no, fuck them. Who cares? Fuck, no. fuck them. I might need fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck them. Maybe the Turkish guy dies or something. They get oh, deported, and then, need, and then I need. No, he's, then, he's been training his son. No, I know. I know. There's, like, there's somebody. Just, yeah, his son just steps in. He's got in. a mustache too. The family, of course. It's the same mustache. He trained him on mustaches and video game repairs. <laughs> like he takes out, he takes body parts of his dad to fix things up. Like that's their secret. <laughs> he, he puts his dad back together, but it's like robot dad now, so he can. Still Keep working Cost me with the forty bucks shop to fix him. To fix my dad. <laughs> Took him to some other place. Good like, as new. We actually built him a couple more mustaches. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Look at like, him, buddy. This kid like, is amazing. Hey, ooh, killing it. We skip right past your uh, your first angry story there, fatty. Which one? Oh, outdoor show. What yeah, happened? Yeah, dude, the outdoor show, man. We gotta talk um, about this. Yeah, the outdoor this show bothers me. This, uh, yeah, man, it was really fucked up. Like, like. We joke about race here, and even we say some dumb things, but I really do hope that whoever's listening really knows that we actually don't really think that way, and it's just really, it's a silly thing to say, and though really the whole main thing is to be funny about it, and like when we say something, you know, racist or whatever, it's not that we believe in it, it's just being silly, but 
that's because me and Jason, we know each other. If yeah, Jason there's were to, a relationship there. If Jason were to say something, and even if outside the two of us, there's a lot of uh, a lot of our friends who, you know, comics, when we joke with each other, we say, like, vile stuff. That are yeah, yeah. But at the end of the day, because we're all friends, I know that person, like, their intent, and I know everything, so it's just to be funny. But there are some people out there who are really, and it's, this is something that's been happening to me personally, and I'm sure, like, a lot of minorities, comics, uh, you get the slide, you get the remarks here and there that are just really bothersome. And you don't want to react too aggressively to them because you're on stage, you're a comic, you're trying to be a professional because this is a career path that you that you want. So you want to learn how to be as professional as possible and just learn how to, you know, learn how to manage hecklers in the in a funny, appropriate way instead of just like getting angry at every single person that says something inappropriate. Because right. if, if if comics were to do that, then that's all we would be doing is just yeah, getting angry at people audiences. constantly. Yeah. yeah. So that's not the best way to deal with it. The best way to deal with it is try to be funny about it. And actually, like, I hate using the word owning them because that's a, it's a fucking douchey term. But Sure. But you have to learn how to, like, really dismantle hecklers. 100%. And for yeah, the most it, part, you and I, we, we I don't I hate to blow our asses here but blow away but we're we're good at dealing with hecklers right we're not yeah we're, you we know, keep it together we're never scared of people heckling us. yeah no we're uh we've been on the road yeah we've seen all manners of people we've i think at this streets. part we've seen so many different types of people yeah yeah you face different audiences from one show to the next yes but there's an aftertaste after the confrontation that really makes you feel upset and especially when something like race is involved i imagine it's got to be you know it's it's got to be more than just when somebody when some fucking hockey dad tries to throw in a tag on one of my jokes that sucks and i'm like you ruin the momentum because you're shit Mm -hmm. and you make fun of him for a minute and i get back into my stuff it's gonna leave and that alone i'm like i don't want to hang out with that guy after the show yeah but for you, when somebody, well, like maybe you're talking about being from the Middle East or just, or even onto another subject, and then somebody brings yeah. up your race, yeah, it's got to leave an even worse taste, yeah, after, and you don't want to see that person after yeah. the show, yeah, because um, this is the thing that I really am, I'm, I, I've been like really battling with this idea for very for years now, ever since I did comedy, and now I've kind of come up with with an with a with with a decision i don't want to hear anybody telling me i don't even even if you're not talking about me if i hear you talk about this in general i don't want to hear comics saying that oh we're comics we should be able to like not be sensitive like you can't really dictate and tell people what they should be and what they should not be sensitive about yeah i agree like my job as a comedian, regardless of race or gender, is I do my time and I deal with the hecklers. Because heckling is part of comedy. Whether we like it or not, There's you can't just say, I don't want you to speak to me. You have to deal with it. You have to be able to win the audience over. That's fine. But off stage, don't tell me how to feel about it. I don't want to fucking hear right. any comic telling me that, oh, these comics are sensitive and da-da-da-da. I deal with it on stage how I ever deal with it, and I try to make it funny because that's my job because I do it for myself. I don't do it because anybody else. 
It's my job as a comic to make sure to take an awkward situation that a heckler creates and make it into a, a funny thing where everybody's on board again. That's part of my job. Off stage, I don't want to fucking hear you. I don't want to fucking see your face. I don't want to even talk to you. You suck. You're a fucking asshole. And honestly, I think you're just really a bad person. Right. And to get into, like, to, to stop, like, beating around the bush, let's just talk let's, about what yeah, actually what happened. Yeah, let's tell the story. So, yesterday, like I said, me and Jason, uh, Saturday, we did a show. It was a great show. It was. It was Especially a lot of fun. Especially for our, you know, us not doing uh, shows for three months. Yeah. We, yeah. Uh, we, you and I, we, we pretty much had really good sets. We, we did, a, we did good. Um, in the middle of my set, uh, I was, you know, I, I was just doing this joke and, uh, I was talking about being agnostic and then like, uh, and then I said like, Jesus Christ. And then one guy in the front said, Oh, you're a believer now. And I said, yeah, I'm, I'm a believer. You know, even though I used to be a Muslim and like, you, you know, it's very hard to believe after that. And then, uh, and then one guy caught it and like said, "Oh, Muslim." And then he just stopped saying anything. And then I kept going on talking about relationships or whatever. I'm like, "Oh, I don't know why, you know, my, my relationships don't work." I know why. It's just stupid and just throwaway line. I'm ne- it's I'm coming back to comedy. It was nothing. You were very new. You were yeah. riffing a little bit yeah, here and, and there. And You're even, very like new back to yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, and even in, through all that people were like laughing. They're still on board. And then the the guy goes, uh, I know why you know you know girls break up with you. And um, I was like, Well, why? And he goes, You know. I'm like, Well, I want you to tell me, because <laughs> I I just kind of had a feeling I knew where this was yeah, going. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, Well, I would love for you to say. Like I I could have easily moved on, but this is something I've done even before uh, before Corona. I love. Just I want people to drown. I love I love letting no, hecklers. Here's the thing: if you're in the middle of saying it, Dude, don't cut yourself a lot of, off. Just a lot be like, of finish yes, it. a lot yeah. of comics will like move on if it doesn't like nothing. But I love the awkwardness of it. Right. I was like, you know what? I'm not saying. I want you to say what you mean because I want everybody to hear. Because I already know that you're dumb. Just because right. of, from seeing different types of audiences, yeah, you I know, know you know who the dumb guy is. But I want yeah. everybody to know that uh, how dumb you are. And he goes, right. "Yeah, well, you know, your relationship don't work because you're Muslim." And um, that was like, <laughs> I was like, "Whoa!" You know <laughs> what I mean? It was like, "What do you even say?" But then he one ups himself. Yeah. Do you remember this? No, but remind me. I might have forgot about it. Tell me. You were probably too busy. Yeah, yeah I was in rage yeah. inside. You didn't take it out on him. Like again, you acted very professional. Well, that's what. He, yeah. You rolled with it, uh, as best you could. Yeah. And riffing off him, but he said, "Hey, at least you're not black." Do yes. you remember that? Yes. So I he remember that. doubled down so, on his yeah. racism. So this guy, and and that's this is the problem where, like, this is not about. Like one group of minorities. This is the th- yeah. problem. Is like I'm not a spokesperson on behalf of Arabs. Like I said, I'm I don't even practice the religion anymore. Uh, there's some things that I take from it as like values or whatever stuff like that. But in the most part, I'm not a religious person. I don't practice it. So at the end of the day, you could say, well, you're not Muslim anyway, so why do you care? But it's like, but my parents are, my siblings are, my yeah, family are. Absolutely. Like I was raised like that. I mean, for the most of my life, I was raised like that. So like, I'm not like some. And even if you say like, even if you say like, oh well, no, I'm not Muslim. I'm not a practicing Muslim. 
there is going to be people in your life who are just going to see you mm. and see you as that. Exactly. They're just going to see I like you it or and not. go, Whether he's Muslim. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Absolutely. There's yeah. always going to so, be people yeah. like So that. that's why people are like, you know, you're Muslim, even culturally Muslim. That's how right. people are going to see you. But also at the same time, just because... I'm not that. Doesn't mean it's okay for somebody to. It's okay for, to allow somebody to think that way. I agree. Right. One hundred percent. Because like you know, this is when we talk about privilege. It's like I'm privileged in a sense that you know I'm not a Muslim woman that needs to wear a scarf. Because a lot of Muslim women, you know, obviously some Muslim women don't wear the scarf, but a lot of them choose to wear the scarf, and that's like a visible thing. Right. So that guy can be walking around. I'm not saying that he's going to assault somebody. But he might say something that would make like a woman who's wearing a scarf feel uncomfortable. Right. Is that okay? Right. Like, that's not okay. Right. But for some reason, because you have a microphone, he feels like he's justified in saying it. Yeah. And then thought he could be buddies with you. And that's the after. problem. And that is the problem. Like I said, say whatever you want to me on stage. And I will do the best of my abilities to deal with it professionally and turn it into something funny. Which, you know, I ended up doing and I made fun of him in front of everybody and, you know, people were laughing. But just because I dealt with it in a certain way, that doesn't reflect exactly how I feel. Yeah, it, it doesn't mean that he uh, liked it. You know what I mean? And that's I think that's the the idea of the camera yeah. too. But I think that's the the problem. I can't speak to the the race thing, obviously. But I do think that hecklers sometimes think if you handled it well and you kept it light yes. up there, yo, he's my boy exactly. now. We're buddies. Exactly, like, dude. He, exactly. We're going to get along. And they, like, people don't understand that part of being good at this job is being professional. Yeah. And we're learning to be that by dealing with these kind of things. Yeah, because on this street, you know, if, if some random guy just saw you and was like, yeah, you're standing by yourself right now because you're fucking Muslim. Yeah. You could just go off on that guy. You don't got to be professional. No, I don't you don't got to be anything. Ha- I don't, you don't uh, have I don't, to be. Uh, yeah, you that's don't, just conf- confrontation. Yeah, I don't you know, owe you on. anything. I don't, I don't owe you anything. It's like when you, like, let's say you give a server a bad time, and then the server's like, well, well sorry, sir. We're going to get your food. But that doesn't mean after their shift you see them outside. And they're you like, hang out. hey, you're the server that was okay with me being a douche. Oh, you're friends now. Like, no, you fucking suck because you yeah. pay me. That's why I dealt with it. No, she, she was doing her job. Yeah, exactly. She's acting like a professional. Exactly. And that's it's the same thing, too. And that's what, what, what this is what bothers me so much. I don't care, and I've, I know I don't know if we said this on the podcast. I have no problems with racism as long as you're honest about it. This phony racism shit, I don't give a fuck about that. If you're a, a person who's racist, whatever, you live your life however you want. It'll, just don't put your hands on me. Say whatever you want, but just be honest about it. But I hate the backtracking when somebody says some dumb shit on stage. And then afterwards thinks because I was joking about it and laughing about it. And that means that that's a good excuse for them to come up, come up to me after the show was done and be like, ah, you know, I was kidding, right? You weren't kidding, though. Yeah, no. You weren't kidding, though. That's how you really that's think. that's your go-to. And also it's like you weren't talking about being Muslim mm-hmm. anymore. You mm-hmm. were talking about being single. Yeah. And he... He couldn't resist making something about. I didn't you bring up a, a joke. Mus- I didn't even. I, mean? I didn't de- even do some of my old stuff about being from the Middle East. No. Nothing. All the stuff was pretty much uh, jokes that I was working on before quarantine, 
and you know kind of newer stuff that like I wrote newer ideas yeah, that you had but yeah. for the most part nothing was like really old old like some of this hacky stuff that I used to do you know as you as all new comics do but I just I just appreciate honest and it's kind of fucked up to say but I really do appreciate honest racism more than this fucking phony shit that you think that you can use the uh, excuse of like humor to justify it and like I said, if this guy was my friend, I would take it differently. Because as friends, we joke, we say comics, we say the, the, the most foul shit ever but, to each other. And then there's also, like, there's a time and a place. You're not like, you're not like when you were, when you were seeing someone before, you're not like, oh, my girlfriend and I got into an argument. I'm like, because you're Muslim. Yeah. I let you talk about what's going <laughs> imagine, on with you. Imagine. It just every time you say something, I'm like, because you're Muslim. <laughs> You'd be like, I can't be friends with this oh, guy anymore. Well, you got angry? Is that the Muzzy acting up inside that, of you? Oh, you got angry? Because the Muzzy. Watch out for the Muzzy over here, you know? You know what I mean? So, yeah. like, sure, you joke around um, and stuff like that. And... You know, I call you Muzzy yeah, or whatever on the podcast. Fine, though, but that's because like, you, my boy, I it's okay. I there's don't... like a relationship, but if you're just talking about something else, I'm not like, oh, how do I get this back to Muslim? Yeah, no, real quick. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, how do, I can't focus until we talk. How about do I this, bring right? up the fact that he's Muslim really, again? Yeah, I get it. I get you it. Know? I get it. You're going through a rough financial time, but like, but how Muzzy is it? I'm really? in the middle of a story, but you're also Muslim. <laughs> you know <laughs> I that, think right? That needs to be addressed before we, before we move on. Yeah. Stupid. Yeah, and and it's like, and it's like, I just don't want to see your face afterwards. I don't want to talk to no, you. No, just I don't want to chill. You said whatever you said to me on stage. Leave it at that. If you like, and he came up to me and he was like, oh, "You're a funny man," and it's like, and it's like, honestly, dude, I don't even want you to fucking acknowledge me and give me like tell me yeah, I'm funny. I don't I, need I to know hear I'm funny, funny from you. I know I'm yeah. fucking funny. I don't want to fucking hear it from you. Because you're the least funny. Yeah, he but, was the least funny person I've ever met. But also, you think that you're giving me legitimacy by saying that you think I'm funny. You think that you're going to win me over? You know, like when you get into an argument <clears throat> with somebody and then you start complimenting them just to get them to feel, oh, it's butter them up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, don't fucking try to acknowledge me. Right. You piece of shit. Like, do you think I need you? Yeah, you to say don't that? need his validation. I don't need your end. validation. No. You don't fucking, you know, you know, you're my oppressor. I don't need you. Like I've, I, you know, I I've done this, I've done this comedy shit like in so many different places. I don't fucking need you. And you've seen different versions of that guy, exactly. and you don't want to hang out with any version. No, of that not guy. at all. But it, uh, it, this is why when it's like it's it's really hard to explain it to somebody who uh, who, and, and again, what I'm saying right now, I'm not saying. That I'm a victim. No, no, not at all. That's but not it just, it stayed with you. It stayed with you yeah, overnight. Yeah, and you because people to talk tend to confuse it. it with like, oh, you're trying to be a victim and stuff like that. And it's right. like, I don't need anybody to feel petty, pity for me or anything like that. Right. I'm just saying the reason why we're bringing this up is just to let you guys know that these things do happen. And so next time when you, you know, when you have like a, you know, a minority friend that brings you, brings up something to you. Uh, yeah, don't, just don't dismiss it right away. And like a lot of them don't even want to speak up because they know that you, you know they hear 
their friends saying like, oh, everybody's so sensitive these days and da da da. So like right. that like so automatically when something happens to you like that, you're like, am I being overly sensitive or am I like thinking about this too much? Maybe that guy didn't really. But it's like right. no, it's a fucked up thing. So, but when you hear your friends or people around you discouraging you indirectly to share your experience, you know, right? Ah, uh, yeah, this is really getting too snowflakey. But I just, like, I'll say one other th- one thing about it from the opposite side because I feel like, um, you know, comics like, like people of color and black comics and, and female comics have to put up with some of this stuff. From audience members sometimes where they're treated like a novelty. Yeah. And I've also seen audience members have to put up with it where there's one black guy in the audience. Oh, yeah. And then every fucking comic needs to talk about this black guy. And, yo, you're the only black guy here. What's crazy? And I'm like, why are you treating this guy like a fucking character? Why not just talk to everybody or, like... You know, I'll see couples in the crowd and be like, "Hey, you, you guys together?" And yeah, I do yeah. my material and stuff yeah. like that. But I'm not like, but I'm not going after like one person specifically. Well, you look different than everybody Dude, else. If here. Uh, this is crazy. You're so Let's black. talk. You're so black. Oh my god. Well, thank I've God there's that, a spotlight here. Otherwise, I've I wouldn't have seen So you. many times where it's yeah. like comic after comic, and I'm like, are we done with this fucking Dude, guy yet? Dude, and the yet? double whammy is if he's with a white girl. That, oh, well, they, my, the comedy gold. Comic, the comedy comics eat it up. These genius like, fucking Oh, my God. Oh, my, oh, my oh the brother is with a white girl. Good for you, brother. And like, ugh, oh, shut the so fuck up. so fucking gross. It is. <laughs> Just get into your jokes. The why point somebody out that why why center somebody else? People out need to understand, much? you know, people in general, not just comics. People need to understand. There's different types of funny. Realize what kind of funny you are, and stick to that. When you try to like venture into other realms of funniness, you're not built to do that. For example, there are people that I knew and know who are the funniest people in the world when it comes to busting balls. They right. can say the meanest racist shit to me, but because they say it in such a funny way that I don't give a fuck. Right. You're so funny at being mean and just being like a piece of shit. Right. That it's just such a it's just as a, a fan of comedy. It's just such a pleasure to like just hear like, oh, this guy is so funny. Like I used to know this guy in university back home. Honestly, if this guy was a comic. He would be killing it right now. Right, right. You you ever meet these guys who are like oh, yeah. funnier than you? Yeah, like just yeah. So, it's the worst. I dude, just it, I hope that they never. I hope dude, that they haven't heard about comedy. Dude, this guy. I don't need them to come in and be. This than guy me. was one of the funniest people I have ever met in my life, and he would say some of the foul shit to our friends, but everybody just can't help but laugh. Right. But if it was said by somebody else that was even a little bit less funnier than yeah. them. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? And that's the same thing. No, if you're a self-deprecating person who's funny at that, then just stick to doing that. Don't try to venture into other realms of funny that do, you're not... Yeah, do your thing. Do your thing. If you're funny at busting balls, then try to be that and don't try to be nice because that's going to come... You know what I mean? Like, just stick to your... But that's what... People get too greedy and they think that they can be funny in every way. I can do it like... Even the best comics in the world are funny... They at, have a style. They have a style. Every comic has a style. Yeah, and every normal person yeah. who's funny has a just stick to that and stop. Don't try to, you know, uh, be uh, overly ambitious and try to go. Yeah, yeah, it's just, it's fucked up, man. 
So yeah, I was just trying to bring up that there are there are like two edges to that sword. Yeah, it's a double edged sword. Yeah, the- where like there can be the uh, the maybe one person of color on a show that it's like the race gets brought up even though yeah. they weren't talking it's like about it it's like blackface but it's it's like it's like a novelty thing you know what is. i mean like it's you know when back thing. when back when blackface was okay it was like a, an accessory you know what i mean to entertainment and that's what like minorities are in comedy right now right and and it's so and this is like something i'll even acknowledge this and this is not just people on the right even people on the left the most liberal people they see minorities as very like as a token, because you know, like the, yeah, the racist yeah. part, and like when you see in like in a lot of like who who they decide that makes it or doesn't, it's almost saying that oh, th- this guy he's an Arab, so we're gonna make him famous because he represents all he's Arabs. The, he's the face of he's yeah, the, the Arab but community. But like, there's just the same way there's different types of white people. There's also different types of, of black people. There's the yeah, black nerd. There's the aggressive of... nerd. The black aggressive black person. There's a nerd black person. There's you know the soft whatever. There's there's tons of different kinds of people. But yeah. so people on the left do the same thing where they're like, uh, we're going to make this black person famous because he's like so black. He's well, like. Uh, yeah. He's so, I feel like. I don't I don't want to like talk about him too much because I don't want to like. I, I guess I shouldn't talk too much about his. Well, no, just we're generalizing now. We're just. Talking about but like, you know, I had a friend who's or do have a friend who's black. But he's not people's idea of like a stereotypical yeah. black guy. Yeah. People yeah. will make fun of him for seeming too white yeah. and stuff like that. And then I find he gets put on less um, kind of like black shows. Yeah. Or show, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, because they go, yeah, he's not the kind of black he's we're not, looking yeah, he's for. Not, no, no, he, and no. I'm like, but. What do you mean? What kind of black you're looking for? Like, yeah. so it's not really true diversity. So it's not really diversity. Yeah. It's again, it's tokenism. Yeah, is what like you're doing. And the thing is that just by bringing this up, people think, well, what do you want? Like, what makes you happy? And it's like, just treat everybody normally. Nobody's yeah. Nobody's that's asking how hard is I that? I am not asking for a handout. I don't need anybody to give me a handout. Everything that I have, I have proudly worked hard for. I've done okay. I'm going to keep doing okay. Yeah. I'm going to keep working hard. I don't even enjoy handouts. I wouldn't even like it. I want everything. Right, yeah. I want to be able to earn everything because of my skill. Yeah, on merit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, on merit. I don't absolutely. want handouts. I don't want even like, you know, and Jason will testify to this. I don't get booked on any Brown shows at all. Yeah, you're not the the idea of no, the... No, and I'm okay the, with that. You're be- not the brown guy they want. You know, and I'm okay with that because my path is different. And yeah. I don't judge all the brown comics who want that stuff. Whatever. If you want to do that type of comedy, do that. It's not my style. Right. But I have, I have a, my own lane that I'm going down on. And I just want to get things because, oh, this guy's funny. Yeah, yeah. That's so you want. nobody's asking for handouts, and I guarantee you, most minorities aren't asking for handouts. Just don't, just don't like, you know, just like don't, don't be that guy. That's all. Just be normal. Right. That's it. And if you're good friends with somebody, then I'm not saying like don't joke around or, you know, be stupid, or whatever, amongst your friends. I mean, obviously, I'm not saying like you better watch what you say every single time. That's uh, that's not also what we're trying to say here. 
But, you know, if somebody that you don't know, don't let the first thing that you say to them be something weird. That's all. Yeah. It's so, so weird. Because I, uh, I get my one friend that I would go out with sometimes. It was like, you'd see that sometimes, too. One time we had finished a show, and this guy was like, we'll go out drinking. Let me get you guys some drinks and stuff like that. But when my friend was there, the guy kept saying to me, he's like, you're black. You're black. He was literally saying that to my friend. And I'm like, why? And he doesn't know him. Doesn't know him. I'm like, yeah, he knows he's black. What are you, why are you making this a big deal? Like, it's annoying when people are like, oh, I don't see color. But at the same time, it's like when you see somebody and you got to be like, yo, yo, you're black. You're you're Muslim, you're this, you, and you and have to like, keep commenting so on the race. Like, yeah, and I'm like, they're so excited. Yeah, about why it? are you so pumped about this? <laughs> Just be a fucking person. Just be a person. Just That's be a it. person, man. That's it. And yeah, it's like. And, it, and it, yeah, and so like, just so people know, it's like it's not. I'm not like saying that only people on the right that do this shit. Like it's all everybody on the left. It's just part of um, just really thinking of people as like as like uh, collectibles, as items. Yeah, you yeah. Know like I mean? you shouldn't be this novelty character. No, not at all, man. Not at all. And it's um, yeah, yeah, you know. Again, it's like nobody's asking for a handout or to be treated like with like delicate. No hands or like wear gloves when you're dealing with us i mean yeah you know it's i if you're my friend and we know each other we can say whatever we want to one another i i'll i'll, I'll even admit i've said some really fucked up shit to my friends sure but sure they know that i'm just joking we've said some fucked up shit on this podcast here but at yeah. the end of the day we hope that you guys because we know that we're joking but we hope that who you know those who are listening that you guys know we're joking and um you know, if, you know, if, if there was a Chinese person here sitting with us, I wouldn't be like, whoa, you guys got the virus. And I'm like sneezing. I wouldn't be no, doing that. You wouldn't just be throwing like the fact that they're Chinese at them. every. No, like, no, I wouldn't just like because that would be just uncomfortable and like really stupid. Um, but uh, I, I don't know, man. At the end of the day, go do whatever you guys want. Who cares? We're all going to die soon. It's fine. <laughs> I think that's the. Just, that's your. I think that's really the after all this stuff or just uh, go fuck yourself if that's okay. Don't touch. Don't touch. Loose container pepperoni. Oh, dude, the, yeah, that's. I think you know what we discovered something today, dude. You blew my fucking mind. I always <laughs> I, thought about know, the candy. Right? The pepperoni is so much grosser. Let's. let's are we good to go back to pepperoni or other topics? Or do you have anything else you want to say about this? No, 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 no. I think I've ranted enough about it. I don't want this episode to be the... They're probably already, like, turning off and going, like, oh, fuck the, this whiny bitch. Um, and no, it's fine. We, I've said whatever I have to say about it, and it's okay. All right. It's all, all good. Right. We're good. Um, but, yeah, do you... Did you uh, before we get into the secret roommate, did you want to oh. say anything? I know. I've been driving with you. Oh, buddy. A lot more. Buddy. So that's exciting. Yeah. Getting, uh, fucking driving schools are still closed. Uh, pandemic, you know, the virus. The, it's in our cars. Yes. It's um, everywhere. So I can't practice with the driving instructor, but I've been going out with um, a driving instructor of my own, <laughs> AJ. Illegally? Uh, no. Because I got my G1 and you're yeah, a fully licensed driver. I'm a fully licensed driver. So but I'm, nothing I've, illegal I've about it. I've been trying to do the math of like how long I've. Okay. They, see, there you go. That's okay. That's nothing it. illegal about what we're doing. Because you keep pushing me to like. I'm like, no, no. Uh, <laughs> you didn't nah, even. You, you've, you've had your full license for over four years. Yeah. 
thank you. Um, and I've gone Good with thing a the video cut guys. off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing 12 people listen to this podcast. A little bit more than that. No, okay, but okay. Yeah, it's yeah, okay. You don't right, need to tell right. people. No, I mean, you Sorry. fucked up more Fast than I rising did. Exactly. Podcast and off camera. Come on now. Have you know. Uh, but yeah, we've been going out and driving together. We drove a little bit today, even. And I've gone out with a few other comics. I went out with a comic, Ryan Schneider, the other day, and I was like, kind of the incentive, I don't know if it's incentive, that's maybe a bullshit term to use, but one thing I was going to do to maybe get comics on board. <laughs> incentive, now I know what you mean by that. Yeah, you know, yeah. the incentive of learning to, to, to show me how to drive is to hang out with me. It's like a no, candy. No, 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 like that's not what do. I was saying. Yeah, ah, uh, yeah, yeah, I was kind of saying that. I'm such a I'm such a cunt. I was, yeah, but I was saying is like, oh, we'll do like a Facebook live video and we yeah, do like a yeah, back and forth. Yeah. Well, uh, well, you teach me how to drive because you get to be with the one and only Jason Allen. <laughs> it's pretty much on camera. That's the incentive. Exactly. You get to hang out with oh, this. I would just think it's incentive because comics are so craved for attention oh, right absolutely. now and nothing's going absolutely. on. That they're like, yeah. oh, yeah, I'll do your yeah, Facebook dude, live yeah. it driving. Could be like a, it could be like thing. a. A car made out of cardboard box, and they would just oh, and they'd be excited to just be on video, and it's fuck, especially if you're with like the Jason Allen of stand-up comedy. I mean, if it's the one and only, it is. It's the one and only, the J A. Then with that guy. So we did the Facebook Live, and then Katie got mad at me. She's like, "It's distracting." I'm like, "It was a hands-free device." She wouldn't buy it. She's like, "Yeah, but you don't smoke when you drive." And you, we don't listen to the radio while you drive. I mean, we, you do no all distractions. those things when you're driving me. Well, I smoked today, yeah. yeah. Which is like... Only on the side streets, but, not when it got busy. <laughs> sure, okay, if you want to like be semantic about it. But, I want to be honest about it. But the thing is, is that that's a level of difficulty that you need to subject yourself to. Right. Next time... You're gonna be uh, you're gonna be trying to deal with two hot cups of coffee, smoking a cigarette, and uh, answering an emergency call from your wife. I answered a call. Yeah. No, no. Because I you're ballsy. Did I tell you about this? No, you didn't. No. I'm driving. Oh, you broke the law. I'm driving. No, I didn't. I didn't break the law because I had it on speaker. But I was driving, and my cell phone is in a cell phone holder, like hands-free device. Yeah. And on iPhones, I guess there's an SOS button built oh, into the side yeah, of the you phone. Oh, yeah, you told me about that. Yeah, yeah. I accidentally called the cops. Yeah. Well, I was driving, and I had to answer and be like, I don't know how I called you. And they were like, like, do you have an iPhone? I'm like, yeah. They are like, what's the emergency? Oh, it's like I'm just causing so much havoc with my driving. Just going I'm new at driving. <laughs> I'm just so good and at this. And I just hang you up. Cut, you better catch these hot flames. Some fucking revving this engine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Bitch. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's been my excitement. It's like learning how to drive. And you're getting really good. Like, you're, you're a man. little bit, you're a little bit, uh, you get, you, uh, you need to like realize like the dimensions of like how far things are from you. Right. But that comes with experience, honestly. Like you're not like, what do that. you mean by that? Because I feel like I did better at staying in the lane. No, no, time. no. It's not about it, Well, that, but also like you feeling that things are much closer to you than what they really yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. I get nervous and stop yeah, early well, but sometimes. But that's normal. Though, right. That you just, it comes with like experience. and looking Gotcha, and, and, gotcha. After a 
few times. Well, not a few times. It's going to take a while. That's like the hardest thing to kind of learn. Right. Is like just kind of gauging how far things are. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, or how close. But uh, that comes with like experience. Uh, you're, you're, you're fine. Yeah. You're fine. Yeah. Just keep like hacking darts and like dealing with uh, juggling like cups of coffee. You'll get better. Do a couple things like oh, that. Do you have, you, in my you have sometimes. to. You have to like just like try to you know sharpen your senses by like doing a bunch of things at the same time that's uh multitask i mean, I mean it's very illegal bit. but it's 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 a really good way to learn how to drive really oh dude okay I'm, i mean i'm buying it i'm i'm, I'm, I'm starting a driving uh school yeah uh, yeah i'm in well i'm already in your driving school yeah so. i'll pour a hot cup of coffee in your lap and then like push you into traffic and see what happens <laughs> that's just abuse <laughs> that's not a lesson <laughs> Like, I guess it is a lesson. Mr. Miyagi. Oh, who not to trust. You know what I mean? Exactly. Who to stay away from. Mr. Miyagi, wax on, wax off. But, uh, yeah, so that's been my excitement. I don't know if Katie's going to let me go Facebook Live anymore. She'd be like, really? When you're your own man, you're going to do it. Anxious about it. I want to do it. Who cares? <laughs> I do care it. about not getting into a fight. <laughs> you know, those friends are like, oh, what are you going to be a pussy? Yeah, no, what are you fucking? Like, yeah, I'm like, you're not going to do it. You don't got to live with her. Yeah. You don't got to go exactly. home and fight after. Yeah. Not like I'm saying it's horrible to live with my wife, but I'm like, <laughs> you don't got to deal with the argument. You're like, single. You're a fucking idiot. Yeah, I can't care. trust you. Yeah, you don't exactly. care about anything. You, you sleep in your jeans. <laughs> you I'm not listening to you. You're dumb. You know what I mean? Um. Anyways, okay. Are we ready for the big reveal? Ooh, the big roommate. Reveal. Oh, my sweet baby boy, Douglas Coning, moving in tonight. Very excited to have him back. Douglas, a Hamilton comic again, where he fucking belongs. Yeah, he tried to be classy for a six. little bit. No. He tried to be fancy and schmancy. Moved to Toronto. No. Fucking thought he was better the than fatty us. Fatty learned a lesson. He came crawling back. Exactly, like a little where bitch he, he is. And we're gonna keep him in the fucking basement exactly. as long as we can. Yeah. I'll be moving in for us for a bit, just while he gets on his feet, and I'm sure he'll be fine. And when comedy uh, is up and running again, we'll all be doing a bunch of shows together. And hopefully I'll be driving by then. So hopefully, that'll be pretty exciting, too. Hopefully things go back to normal. Uh, honestly, like doing that show really kind of got me jonesing for. Uh, yeah, man. That's the problem. When yeah. you do one of those and then you start to you realize how much you miss. Yeah. It. Like I just like as much as like that bad experience happened overall, I really enjoyed it. And it kind of made me miss comedy even more now. And I kind of wish I didn't do that show because now it's like. There, I don't know when my next right. show is gonna and that's be. That's the problem. And that's like kind of like a shitty thing, you know. I just I got a little bit of like a heroin, and a, my dealer is sick. I can't go to his house. Yeah, he has uh, the Wuhan virus. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we to wrap up. That's it for us today. Thank you guys. Uh, tune in next week. Uh, and uh, Jason, any uh, you want to say anything no, else? No more loose pepperoni. Yeah. All right. Bye, guys. I'm getting